Hello, handsomes. I'm Christiana Morganroth, and welcome to another chapter of Personally Speaking. Oh my god, can you hear how sick I am? I am not even going to try to hide it. I have been in bed for the last four days, um, watching a lot of television. Interestingly, several of the characters, uh, the actors that I've been watching uh, on screen have also clearly had sore throats or colds or what have you that they were trying to hide because they clearly had a show to do and, and people to please. So um, in season four of Parks and Rec, uh, there's a couple episodes where you can definitely hear Ben Wyatt fighting off his uh, nasal pressure. You can't hear it too much until maybe he, he like gets into a, f- a couple fights with Leslie. You know, his voice has to kind of go above that normal register, but it's in there. Um... House of Cards, Season 3. Um, definitely Kevin Spacey is uh, fighting off a little little illness right there. Uh, it made me realize, though, actually, um, puttering around the house in these glamorous robes um, is not my favorite thing about being sick. Actually, my favorite thing about being sick is how unbelievably dope my Frank Underwood impression gets. We have a saying in Gaffney shake with your right hand or hold a cold buster smoothie in your left you guys want me to do one more kind of think you do yeah definitely you do the road to power is paved with sick days and acai bowls you ordered on postmates never regret Beautiful, right? A couple updates to the stories that are told in this particular show. Uh, The girl, the girl that I texted who ghosted me, actually still hasn't texted me back. Um, And uh, my crush, who I touch hands with briefly, um, messaged him this weekend and also still haven't heard back. So, honestly, I I honestly, I just, I assume it's just because I'm unlovable, but... I don't like to guess. So, send me your reasons why you think I don't have a partner to personally speaking show at gmail.com. For those of you joining us for the first time, personally speaking is a show founded on the ideas that your best friends have the best stories. For those of you joining us for the first time, personally speaking is a show founded on the idea that your friends have the best stories, and any friend of mine is a friend of yours. Stories on the show are going to be about 5 to 10 minutes. Uh, We had four speakers this month, so I let them go a little bit over this month. I think it's more than worth it. You will enjoy. Uh, Second rule is that it has to be true to the best of the storyteller's perspective. True to the best of the performer's perspective. True to the best of the comic's perspective, etc., etc. Their heroes are our heroes. Their villains are our villains, etc., and so on. Uh, Last and most importantly, make us laugh. Doesn't matter what your story's about, make us laugh. Think this is the fucking moth here? Think we're trying to inspire you? Move you emotionally? No, that's an afterthought, sweetie. We're here to make your dick fall off with how funny these stories are. That's all we're trying to do. Uh, this month's theme was anarchy. 
and I think more than in the stories themselves, which were played played pretty pretty loose. Um, it had more to do with the lineup, actually. Uh, everyone on this show, this particular show, is like existence is an act of transgression. We're all just like extremely like angry women. Um, it was a delight. It was being queer, big, angry, um, and all just fitfully hilarious. Uh, amazing stuff. So this month we're talking to Candy Lawrence, we're talking to Lauren Rentala, talking to Chris and Clifford, and we're talking to Allison Stevenson. Allison Stevenson actually just put a comedy album out, um, so definitely take, take a look for that. Um, you can look up her Twitter at JustAboutGlad. Uh, she's a delight. Let's get to it. How are we feeling tonight? That was a strong, that was a strong great, doing good, excellent. Uh, I myself, uh, I feel like I have a lot on my mind lately. Um, first, like the obvious, like what happens after we die. Second, um, what happens when 21 Savage turns 41 Savage? Like, are you, are you, al- okay, so are you allowed to go into the PTA meeting if you have a knife tattoo on your face? If you age into an adult, or are they, or are they just going to be like cool and be like open-minded people who don't really care about others' appearances? I think they kick you out of the meeting, though. Um, I recently, delightful life update. I finally, for the first time ever, got the courage, worked it up, and asked a girl for her number. What? Yes. Um, so that girl ghosted me. Um, sick. Yeah, welcome to the club is correct. Um, women are smart, so we know not to, uh, not to mess around with idiots. Um, so she caught on very quickly, unfortunately. Um, I think, though, I don't know, I, I thought it was like, I kind of thought, I kind of, I don't know why I thought it would be easier, I guess, because I was like, oh, yeah, well, like, I kind of understand, like, how we are and what we want, what we care about, so, like, I can totally do this. All I have to do is jump over this little bar that's been set about here, where which is where men have put it. You know, like that almost suggests that like there is a bar for men to for men to have set. Why am I being texted fourteen times? Um, it's probably her. She's like, I made a mistake. Um, she's not. It's fine. But I. Uh, I was thinking about this. I was like, okay, no, it's gotta be, it's gotta be easy. I can do this. I asked for a number. I texted her, and I was like, hey, I remember you saying something about um, Mario Kart. And she was like, yeah, like I would love to kick your ass at Mario Kart. I was like, boss, cool. And she's like, I'll text you when I get back from San Diego. I was like, I'm not gonna text me when she gets back from San Diego. And like most predictions of mine that are cynical, that did turn out to be true. That said, I think it was my own. Like I went into this with kind of a with kind of an expectation. I was like, I got this. I got this fine. I realized I was approaching it with the kind of confidence that a straight male would have, which is repugnant and wrong. I um, I also told myself that for any gender stereotype based jokes, I would plank on the stage for at least ten seconds tonight. So we're just gonna start off strong. I feel like my core is intact. We can do this. I got I got at least five more seconds in me. Oh, please text me back. Oh, please text me back. I'm hoping it's her. Guys, it's... It was a Lyft driver. Okay. That's cool. I do tip Lyft drivers. Thanks very much. Um, 
I don't know. I honestly don't think she actually expected me to text back in the first place because of said bar, but I don't know. Anyway, where are we even? Where are we going with this, folks? The year is 2017. The term adult son has been designed exclusively to describe Donald Trump Jr. It's about where we're at right now in the political, political sphere. Put your hands together if you expect to make it through the year alive. Go for it. Optimistic. Very optimistic. Okay, cool. So we do have a couple straight males in the crowd tonight. Interesting. Tight, tight. Put your hands together if you have never been to this show before. Lovely. Put your hands together if you have been to this show before. Excellent. Love to hear it. Personally Speaking is a show founded on the idea that your friends do, in fact, tell the best stories. I, however, do not, so I host the show. I put things together. I bring people together. You could say I assemble a league of extraordinary gentlewomen and ask them to tell true stories about their life, get on stage, rabble, we rabble, we rouse, we rabble, rouse, etc. The first person who is going to join us on stage tonight is really just a lucky find. Um, on a night not unlike tonight in which I was bombing miserably, um, she absolutely, she got up on stage, tore it up. It was maybe 11 p.m. And even like people lining just along the bar that were clearly just like, don't do jokes at me, I'm here to drink, started laughing and got on board. So put your hands together for Candy Lawrence. Hey guys, you guys are brave and good looking. Hey, you want to go to Hidden Valley Ranch? <laughs> Don't worry guys, this is not a joke book. I know what I'm doing here. This is just a, uh, this is just a book of tribal tattoos. So I think we're going to be okay. Do you think, uh, actually my opening, do you think it's too late to do the ice bucket challenge? Who knows? Um, anyway, I, uh, I stepped outside today um, after getting dressed, and I was like, oh, I look like a nurse. <sighs> so I just went around the office today being like, well, the doctor is in. <laughs> I had an edible, so it was really fun. Uh, it was a good time. At lunchtime, I take like a two-hour break. I'm the cool receptionist, <laughs> okay, so nobody has a problem with me. They don't. Uh, I knew I was high when I was on the way um, home, uh, or here, and I was on the escalator, and uh, I was like, oh, escalators are fun. <laughs> so I knew I was high. Uh, but I have been higher for sure. Uh, I tried to FaceTime my optometrist. Uh, she didn't answer. <laughs> we weren't face-to-face. -face. It's fine. Don't worry. I'm single, guys. Anyone interested? Listen, I'm not on dating sites. Get off them. I'm not on there. I'm kidding. I, uh, I met my ex on a dating site called LinkedIn. <laughs> Swipe to the right for business. Everyone's like, oh, my God, listen to her voice. Speaking of voice, like, you know the world is going to shit when you go into a coffee shop and they're playing Live in La Vida Loca. <laughs> My life's a nightmare. 
Anyway, uh, I did get mistaken for the Goodwill manager. <laughs> I was thrift shopping, and someone was like, uh, Miss, you're the manager. <laughs> Obviously. No, I'm sorry. I'm part nurse, part-time nurse, part-time Goodwill manager. Um, she was like, so what's it like to be a man in comedy? I'm just kidding. She said that because I'm a lesbian. I mean, I look like Tim the Tool Man Taylor. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, um, I uh, I went through a, a breakup, so uh, having a hard time. I called uh, Zima Corporate. I was like, dude, <laughs> it's like amazing that you're coming back, but also like too late. I just got sober, you know? Fuck. God damn it. I love L.A. I just moved here three years ago, and I really, really love it. The most L.A. moment I've had, um, I was in a lift, and this woman was telling me all about her life. It was so not interesting. And um, she was telling me that she wanted to have a house, and she was going to have kids, but she wouldn't have a backyard because she wanted the kids to go to the playground to socialize and network. So, (laughs) 2017. It's like the Willennium again, though. Zima? Oh, God, it really brings me back. It does, it does. So um, I said earlier, I am a lesbian, uh, but don't worry, it's just a phase. <laughs> um, this is an impression of me coming, uh, trying to get everyone to believe that she is straight, but she is not. <clears throat> I mean, I just love hunks. <laughs> I do, I love fireman hunks. Cowboy hunks, World of Warcraft hunks. I was watching Mike and Molly the other day in my high heels. <laughs> then I went to Coach to buy a bag, couldn't find anything there, so then I went to Juicy Cooter. <laughs> I just threw up in my mouth. Oh, what if I did? I was like, spit up. She's a baby, and all of a sudden I was like, diaper. (laughs) Anyway, yes, I did take classes at Second City in Toronto. Thank you so much. It was a million dollars to go there. It was uh, worth it. Um, Anyway, I... um, Bad news, guys. I was broken up with on Thomas Jefferson's birthday. (laughs) Oh, God. And then she reached out to me again on Admin Appreciation Day. I am an office manager. She is ruining all my holidays, okay? I'm kind of glad, though, like, okay, I, you know, I know I sound angry, but I could tell I'm not angry anymore because I stopped listening to Ani DeFranco. So, like, everything's good now. Um, I am glad that it didn't work out because she was, like, nine years younger than me, and I really didn't want to pull up to her 30th birthday in a wheelchair, A glass wheelchair, so it's good. Also, I should have known that we were going to break up because I used to have this long-running joke that I loved about David Blaine, and she hated it. Because it would be so stupid, it would be something like, oh, is that a (laughs) Q-tip? It wasn't there a minute ago. I think David Blaine was here. (laughs) It killed (laughs) like the joke just died she was just like not having it and then all of a sudden a cricket went by and I was like 
I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> anyway, there's hope. Guys, I have a crush. We broke up three months ago. I've already moved on. Thank you. Um, I watched four hours of The Voice, and I fell in love with Alicia Keys. You know what I'm talking about. Is that you, Alicia? I can't see. Okay, guys. Is anyone here high? Because if you're high, this is going to make more sense. You know what I'm saying? I can tell you're high. You're looking at me like... Who's that guy on stage? Is that Sinbad? Yes, it's me, Sinbad. <laughs> Part-time nurse. Nurse Sinbad, that is, to you guys. Um, I do have a crush on Alicia Keys. You know, I, I never thought I'd find myself masturbating furiously to a woman playing piano. <laughs> But then I remember back in the millennium when I would, like, fuck myself to Vanessa Carlton. <laughs> My how times don't change. Also, I went into... This is how I also know that I'm 36 because I was uh, walking to 7-Eleven and I get to the door and there's a sign for a fidget spinner and I was like, oh, wow. They sell sex toys here? <laughs> So I got that, and, um, you know, it hurts. It hurts. <laughs> Don't do it. I tell you, even with lube, it's like, what? <laughs> Fucking blows, dude. Um, <laughs> I also, like, I don't have a car, so I had um, uh, grocery delivery from Vaughn's. And I go all out. I have a bit of a shopping problem. Anyway, so they get... They deliver it, and they have the list, and he's like, well, it looks like everything is here. Well, it looks like the uh, Astro Glide is out of stock. <laughs> you mean my lube? You're going to have to go back and get that. <laughs> we had a fight. I threw him out the window. <laughs> but I have, like, that uh, comedic glass that's not really glass. It's, like, shatter, hilarious. Anyway, nobody here is on SNL. They would know what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway, my longest relationship probably was seven years with my therapist. <laughs> Things are going well. I'm winning therapy. Thank God. Can't you tell? I've got, I look like Ace Ventura. Um, a couple of rock bottom moments, if you haven't thought so already. Um, I, I've had a lot of rock bottom moments. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, you tell me what's worse. Um, celebrating my 20th birthday at the Rainforest Cafe where I drank refills upon refills of milk, got so sick in the car on the way to rehearsal where I played Miss Havisham and Great Expectations. And then I shit in my pants. No. Maybe when I was broken up with because I farted on someone during the movie The Notebook. <laughs> okay, no, it gets worse. Um, or I chipped my tooth on a strawberry daiquiri wine cooler bottle at a rave. <laughs> Who does that anymore? Okay, that's the light, guys, but I just want you to know that this is Bonnaroo, and uh, this is a three-day festival, so I'll be playing for about 48 hours. Get to it, strap in. I think this is my uh, uh, worst rock bottom. I was chosen to be t uh, like one of the top 100 on Last Comic Standing. And after my set, one of the judges, I won't name names, Keenan Ibruans, he looks at me and he goes, what was that? 
I forgot to remind him that he wrote and directed White Chicks. So, you know, I think I won. After that, I took four Advil, tried to kill myself. Um, I'm kidding, I didn't. Just took away my cramps. That time of the month, (laughs) Valentine's Day, uh, is what I call it, the Valentine's Day Massacre. You single? (laughs) I think we've gone over this, but I am, and I'm desperately in love with you. Anyway, I'm going to go on this one because I know everyone wants to hear my beautiful voice. Um, I don't have a middle name, which is fine, but growing up I was so angry that I didn't have one, so I came up with one. Jasmine. Except I didn't spell it J-A-S-M-I-N-E. I I spelled it J-A-Z-Z-M-A-N. Jasmine! What? Candace Jasmine Lawrence! I'm like looking at the stars or the lights like I'm Bette Midler or something. If I would have kept that middle name, I could have been a different person. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Nobody knows what the fuck I'm saying. (laughs) Neither do I. Um, If I kept that name, instead of doing stand-up up here, I could be up here Oh, yeah, okay. (laughs) You failed. Um, You know, I'm obviously a better scatter, and it's fine. (laughs) Carrots. Uh, You know what? I should probably get out of here. I got to go to Claire's and get a belly chain. So um, if you like what you saw, please check me out at www.com. I've been Candy Lawrence. Thank you guys so much. What are you guys wearing to the impeachment? Are we thinking um, catered or potluck style? Not sure. I was saying, I don't know, maybe could we even go tapas? I don't know. Um, small plates for small hands. Uh, I was, okay, so I kind of um, fucked myself in the leg here, but I, uh, I made tonight's theme anarchy, and I was like, yeah, this is totally going to work. And then I started like reviewing my life and realized I have not rebelled at all. Um, I'm basically like, I've rebelled in the way that, like, I used to I used to canvas for gay rights for Equality California, and when I did that, there'd be a lot of a lot of men that whenever we'd canvas in WeHo, men that would come out of the store, and I'd say, hey, do you have a moment for gay rights? And they'd be like, I have a moment for gay rights. It's my whole life, and keep walking. And then they wouldn't donate anything. And so I was like, while I understand that I have lived my truth, so to speak, um, I haven't really done much in the way of rebelling. So haven't skipped school. I haven't even, like, called into work and said I was sick when I really... I would just, like, I'll text in and I'll be like, is it cool if I just, like, go to LACMA and watch a movie today? And boss is like, no! I'm like, great, thanks. Awesome. And then um, I realized I also was like, I haven't even... haven't dated anybody that makes my parents mad yet. I mean, if that girl texts me back, we could get somewhere. But I still... I Like, I'm getting to a point where I'm like, shit, like, have I even done anything that, that is that could even be categorized as anarchy. Um, I don't actually enjoy weed. Sorry. I know I'm alienating myself on that one. Um, I, I like a good smoke. I like a good, a single cigarette in the afternoon before a meal. Delightful. I keep a copy of Martha Stewart's classic, Entertaining, by my bedside. And when I'm, when I'm relaxing, I like to watch Fixer Upper with Chip and Joanna Gaines. 
Because those folks, I feel like after having watched three full seasons in a row, at times staying up until 5.30 a.m. to feed this obsession, I now know that I can look at my friends' lives and their apartments and just say, why don't we open that wall up? <laughs> Fix it. All right, guys, we're going to keep the show moving. The next gal coming to the stage. You know her, you love her. She put together a fantastic animated series called Tiffany the Teenage Grim Reaper. Put your heads together for Lauren Rantala. Thank you. Thank you so much. There's so many people I like to fuck. Thank you. Um, I was raised Southern Baptist, so I have a lot of weird sex now. And I wear a lot of these kind of shorts. Oh, who, me? Um, It was... A journey. My mom was the one who was all Southern Baptist. She was like, Lauren, I love Jesus so much, Lauren. I love him so much. One day, I'm going to go home to him. I'm going to go home with him. Jesus turned out to be a guy named Stan from the gym. Oh, it's fine. I'm over it. Uh, My dad was not that way, though. He was Finnish immigrant. Whole family, straight off the boat. Really tried to instill this immigrant mentality in us that was like, we came here for a reason, and you better do a good job because we ain't where you think you are. But all it really did was give me this like weird guilt anytime I did something that was like a little bit too slutty. Just like on the border. Like, Grandpa didn't fight the Russians so I could jerk you off in your stepmom's basement, Jeremy. <laughs> Call me back. It's not great. Uh, my parents, though, were ultimate pranksters. We got any parent pranksters in here? Any children of divorce? Ultimate prank. My parents did that long con. They, want, they didn't get divorced until I was 18. That's a kutch. That's a kutch prank. Another time, this was really good. Another time, they knew my sister and I would one day be alone in this world and have to take care of ourselves and proceeded to send us to Christian school every year we went to school. And I don't think you guys are understanding this. I have an excerpt from my fourth grade science textbook. I'd like to read it to you. Electricity is a mystery. All right. No one has ever heard it or seen it or felt it. We cannot even say where electricity comes from. Okay. I'm 25. I live in this world. I drive a car. You should be terrified. I am all the time. My sister and I recently realized that we might have been raised in a cult. Okay, cool. What do you do with that? But we've assimilated pretty well. I think so anyway. She just bought a new car. You can woo. That's pretty, that's, people do that. That's a normal, cool thing to do. I'm the same way. I can't stop fucking my 40-year-old ex-boyfriend. Normal. You can woo that too, sir. Uh, people act crazy when I tell them that I dated a 40-year-old. When I was dating them, they acted like I was one of the like children in the attic of one of those creepy families. <laughs> Honey. Do you need help? No, I just really need to come. <laughs> There's not a lot of differences between fucking any man. Just any man. The good, the good stuff's all different, okay? I'll give you that. The bad stuff, it's all the same. It's true. They both 
hate dancing and they're not going to do it, so stop asking me, Warren. <laughs> they both know so much about whiskey and its origins, and can't wait to educate me. <laughs> it's geographical. But one of them is going to invite me to an ironic group date to a sports bar with his friends. The other one just wants to eat fancy cheese in his hot tub. Mm, sorry, what? Oh, oh, okay. There was one big difference, though. The 40-year-old, he expected things in bed. He was a man of the world, baby. He was like, Lord, you put on a show. I'm 25. I have at least like 10 good years of just laying there and being like, you're welcome. And he took that from me. And he's like, Lord, you'll love it. You're a little ham, you know? You're the performance. You know what you don't want to hear? The word ham when somebody's talking about your parts. So this is what I did. He was like, you'll love it, the pageantry. The only experience I have in pageantry is marathonic toddlers and tiaras. So this is what I do for him. I know it's a little scandalous, but hey, we're all friends. Harder. He loved it. But because of this Christian rebellion, I've almost died so many times. I don't know how to live my life. Uh, when I was in college... I uh, fucked my first comedian. Thank you so much. <laughs> it was great. It wasn't great. But the college I was going to was founded on Christian principles, Lauren. So we had to go to chapels. We had to go to 10 chapels. The four years took you to graduate. Took me five and a half years to graduate. Got to the last week of school. Hadn't been to one. So I was like, I can't do this. I'm not going to stay in this fucking southern college. Fucking Jesus. I'll go to every chapel I can. It'll be fine. And then here comes Mr. Ha Ha Man with his okay dick. It was okay. It was fine. He's fine. Uh, and uh, so we fucked him. And the next morning I wake up. And of course I have a UTI. I fucked a comedian. Of course I have a UTI. Wash your dick. What? So I, I call my guy now. <laughs> Love her. First name basis. Hey, Jackie. What's up? Um, I'm burning up. I'm burning up, and I gotta go to church, Jackie. Cause I'm not staying, and I'm not staying in Tennessee. And she said, Lauren, you know what? If you tell anyone this, I will deny it. Don't you tell everyone? Cause I know you will. And I was like, Jackie, this is between you and me, and all the people I'm gonna tell. And she said. If you drink so much cranberry juice, the minute, the minute you think of an idea of a UTI, you might be able to get rid of it. And I said, okay, Jackie. All right, I got this. So I have to drive. I'm driving to the church. And I'm like, I can't do it. I can't make it. I'm just going to pop in Walgreens real quick. They don't have cranberry juice. They have cranberry cocktail. Useless. So I get cranberry pills. I get a box of cranberry pills. I take 15 cranberry pills on an empty stomach. <laughs> And I run into that church, and I say, I am here. Here's my student ID. This is my last chapel, I think. And they were like, it's your fifth one. You have five more. And I was like, I get it. So I go up in there, and I'm like, I made it. I'm here. And halfway through, the preacher starts praying. He's saying some stuff about sweet baby Jesus. And I'm starting to feel a little funny, you know? I'm starting to feel maybe I'm, maybe I don't feel so good. 
what's going on in my body? And I say, I think I gotta go. I think I gotta leave. But I wait till that last minute, you know, when you're like, there's no hope. <laughs> we deliver very last minute and I run out the door during a prayer and I fling open the double doors. I puke up what appears to be straight blood because it's just bile and cranberry pills. And I look up to see a sea of young faces at a tour group. And with all of the anger of a fresh UTI and years of just religion shoved down my throat, I look up at that group of kids and I say, Don't go here! (laughs) And I got an email the next day from the dean. I don't mean to brag. And he said, uh... Thank you so much for taking the initiative. Try to make it to all these travels. We have a complaint from a parent who said, apparently, a woman who seemed to be possessed by the devil (laughs) ran out of the church, projectile vomited blood, and threatened her son. (laughs) We'd appreciate it if you completed the rest of the chapels online. And I said, thank you. I didn't know that was an option. Uh, I... I just have been dealing with a lot of repression in my mid-twenties. So I fuck a lot of things now. It's not limited to people anymore. It's just I've been watching a lot of male stand-ups, and this is something they do. So I do it now, too. I had to stop watching porn, though. Got too weird. Not weird in the way that you're like, oh, no, my delicate sensibilities. Weird in the way that, like, I was watching two people just feed each other pudding on brazers. Brazers? Brazers. Brazers. I don't know. I'm just a sexy baby. (laughs) They were just feeding each other pudding. What is it? I thought it was a commercial. So I had to stop watching it, and I was like, you know what, Lauren, this is fine. Mid-twenties, that's a perfect time to curate your own porn, babe. So I asked myself, I said, so, how do you want to feel when you watch porn? I don't know. Maybe I want to feel a little bit cool. Oh, okay. Maybe I want to feel like I got some money. Oh, oh, me? Maybe I want to feel like I got some friends. Oh, friends! Sexy. So I started jacking off to Bruno Mars music videos. <laughs> Hear me out. That's a high class production value. He's got friends. He's got gold. He's got gold encrusted friends. Miles are everywhere. There's booties everywhere. Bruno Mars has a pinky ring on. You're like, I'm into that. But then you start thinking about fucking Bruno Mars. And I don't have the self esteem to think about fucking Bruno Mars. So I'm just hanging in there, thinking about how in three days, Bruno's gonna leave me for some swimsuit model. And he's going to go across the country. And I'm going to be like, oh, Bruno's in Italy. Oh, I can't follow him. <laughs> and he's going to tell us really, he's going to crazy bitches, but text me. She canceled my flight. She's in my bank records. And I'm going to tell us really, you don't know him like I do. I'm not a crazy bitch. <laughs> and your pants are around your ankles still. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take people out of the equation entirely. Luxury, YouTube, home tours. Look them up. Change your life. And oh yeah, it worked for a little while. It worked. But then I started thinking, Lauren, you may never be in a home like this. You may never own a home like this. 
The universe is so big, and you are so small. And your pants are still around your ankles. So right now, my ultimate sexual fantasy is one bedroom on Padmapper in Silver Lake. Mm. Allows cats, but no washer dryer, because you want to make that attainable. You want to make that just like you can see it in a second. I'm going to get off this stage. Before I do, I want you guys to know I've been working really hard all year on this autobiography. It's going to hit the shelves pretty soon. It's called Dick Wolf. has nothing to do with Law & Order. (laughs) Give it up for Christiana! Little things, very little things excite me, if you couldn't uh, tell by my delight in Fixer Upper with Chip and Joanna Gaines. Um, first of all, all those houses, all the houses on that show are like $200,000 and there's 16 bedrooms and they have like a washer dryer and a Slurpee machine and an aquarium. It's, it breaks my heart, but you have to live in Texas is the downside. So ups and downs. Um, little things really excite me. I, um, let me think. Accidentally touched hands with my crush yesterday. Whoa. Um, as, uh. I was giving him, I work, in a, I work in a co-working space, and I was giving him a package, and it wasn't even sexual. It was really cool. Um, and so I got to be like a person for a second in a male's eyes, which is wild. And so I, I was giving him a package, and like my hand was at the exact same place in time and space as the tips of his fingers, and at the exact same time. Just fucking rapture. Ugh. We've slept together many times, but it was a nice moment. Um, and uh, it's recently free Slurpee Day, Seven Eleven. <laughs> I don't know if uh, I don't know about y'all, but that's Christmas for me, folks. I mean, it's I mean, yeah, it's one day a year, yeah, yeah. So Seven Eleven likes to, I guess, promote their brand because they may not have enough name recognition, I guess, um, by having free Slurpee Day on July Eleventh. That is indeed Seven Eleven. So they have free Slurpee Day, and then people just start like killing themselves. They start breaking down doors. They're like, they're coming with axes and everything. And I always think, I'm like, this is chaos. They have like 4,000 cups all lined up, ready to go. I was like, oh, okay, we're preparing this year. Okay. Somebody read their zombie survival guide or whatever and just applied it to convenience stores. And so they bring in, you just see like lines coming around every single block of downtown. And then you get there and they're just like, Coke's all we have left. Thank you, sir. Coke's the only good flavor. Idiots. So you get there, you get the free Slurpee Day, yada, yada, but the sun has already set on free Slurpee Day. What comes next? Bring your own cup day. I intend on bringing a flower vase. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Little things excite me. Next time we come to the stage, you know where your lover. Put your hands together for the delightful Kristen Clifford. Keep it going. I just had a birthday. Thank you. That's such an easy applause break for me. Uh, <laughs> I turned 36. Uh, I like to tell people I'm 15 to 20 years older. Then they think I look amazing. Uh, if I'm like, I'm 52, you would be like, oh my God. <laughs> How are you doing that? How many unicorns have you slain? Are you a witch? Uh, this has nothing to do with my comedy, but I YouTubed cool braided hairstyles before I came here. <laughs> And this is a first try. And I think it's pretty good. Like, 
Thank you. My sister was not answering my texts, so I needed that from you guys. Um, no, uh, but yeah, like I uh, just turned 36. Every time it's my birthday, I'm like, things are. I'm gonna put my life in order. I'm gonna finally get matching socks. Stuff is gonna happen for me. Um, we're really not like dating is hard. I don't know if you guys know that. Have you heard of it? It's hard. It's rough. <laughs> It's a rough life. Um, and I haven't, like, really... Like, I moved here in October from Chicago. And, um... Thank you. No big deal. It was hard. I drove. Um, and... Uh, so I moved here from Chicago. And, like, you know, dating in L.A. is, is obviously way different. For some reason, only 25-year-olds want to date me, which is, like, cool, but weird. Um, and I just haven't gotten laid in a while. Which, this is not about to be like, oh, what am I doing wrong? I don't understand. What am I doing wrong? What's wrong with me? It's about to be like a question about why I'm not getting what I clearly deserve. Um, Because I'm very great, uh, pretty cool personality, cool braided hairstyle. (laughs) I don't understand it. (laughs) And like, I don't want you guys to worry. Like, I've had sex like a cool amount of times. Uh, Like, whatever that means to you, multiply it by three. That's the number. Um, but I realized it had been a while I got a call from a past sexual partner uh, and he was like hey uh, I have chlamydia and I was like ooh <laughs> what a racy yet treatable problem <laughs> I bet I have a few phone calls to make too <laughs> uh, and that's when I realized I didn't because um, I hadn't slept with anyone since that person and I didn't have chlamydia so it was, like, kind of a bummer all around. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just wanted a fun story to tell at brunch. Like, mm, I'm not having any mimosas. I'm on antibiotics. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Is that what Sex in the City's like? I didn't watch it. Um, but I feel like that probably happened once, at least. <laughs> Bare minimum, one antibiotics, no mimosas chat happened. Um, but, yeah, I was thinking about it, and... I really don't have any explanation, but I did decide um, that, one, it's better for the joke. Two, I have done a lot of creepy stuff in my life, and maybe that's why I can't find love. And I wrote a lot of the creepy stuff down in no particular order of creepiness, and I was going to share it with you guys, if that's okay. Thank you. I was going to do it anyway. I had no plan um, if you did not like it. Um, but I will tell you that a British man saw me do this and he came up to me after and he was like, you can't make any of that stuff up. <laughs> You're very creepy. And I was like, thank you so much. Uh, oh my God, thank you. <laughs> Um, okay, so, and like, these are in no order. So if you're like, oh my God, that one's creepier than the, like, don't worry about it. Whatever. Uh, okay, number one, uh, in second grade, in nose blood, uh, I wrote die on the bathroom wall. <laughs> and then later, the class bully was like, who wrote dit? And I was like, um, it's die, actually, because, like, I ran out of blood. Like, you know. And, um... <laughs> And then I ordered a bunch of pizzas to be delivered to her house. Because uh, in the 80s, you could do that. Um, uh, oh, and when I was little, like, when I was around the same age, like, second and third grade, I believed in reincarnation. 
which was weird. I went to a Catholic school, and that's like a Buddhist principle. But I was strongly like, reincarnation's real. Um, we get another chance. And I was like, I'm going to be reincarnated as popular, which is so sad. <laughs> that is... Wow. <laughs> like, I... I told one of my adult friends that, and he was like, Jesus, <laughs> don't tell anyone else that. And I was like, how about everybody? <laughs> um, I, I wrote Elijah Wood a handwritten letter um, asking him to a school dance with me. Uh, and it wasn't the first letter I'd written him. I had written... <laughs> uh, and this was like pre-Lord of the Rings, so like you know like I was serious like this was like he was just in like the war and like flipper and I was like so like the first letter was just like normal like trying to be cool like I'm a really big fan of your acting no mention of like I love you and like I just wrote this thing and I asked him for an autographed picture and he sent me one it said keep smiling um my sister was like is that from the dentist and I was like no it's from my personal friend Elijah Jordan Wood and so so subsequently, I was like, well, that worked. I asked for an autographed picture. I got an autographed picture. He's clearly reading these letters. Um, so I wrote him, and I was like, hey, like, what's up? Like, I've got this school dance coming up. Um, if you want to come, like, you, I'll pay for your flight. You can stay with me. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> Spoiler alert, he did not write back. <laughs> But I'm pretty sure I'm in a FBI file of some kind. Like, whatever agency was handling his fan mail was like, nope. If anyone knows him, though, like, tell him about it. <laughs> oh, and it's like, some people would, like thought that was cute. They're like, oh, that's cute. Everyone has a celebrity crush. I was, like, too old to be doing that, you know? I was, like, in high school, and it was, like, pre-YouTube, you know? Like, gross. Get it together. Oh, I gave up Full House for Lent one time. <laughs> Because I was like, Jesus really wants me to sacrifice during Lent. What do I love the most? Soda? No. New episodes of Full House. I like loved Full House so much I wouldn't eat while it was on because I was like, I want Stephanie Tanner to think I'm cool and what if I spill something on my shirt? She can't see me. I didn't. Oh, boy. Um, uh, okay, wait. Um... Oh, see, so there's so many Full House ones, and I'm trying not to put them all together. So that's what's happening. Um, oh, uh, I, I find up ways to bring up my ACT score, because I got a 36, and like I just don't ever get to tell anyone that. And like it doesn't matter, but like that's a perfect score, you know? Um, <laughs> I... I've been I like to buy like really shitty mysteries like does anyone have Kindle Unlimited no <laughs> nobody else is enjoying that world of handwritten legal thrillers <laughs> like I'll wake up in the morning like first of all I have Kindle Unlimited which means like you get all the shitty books you want for free and like none of the ones that you really thought but like they're great I've been reading a lot of mysteries featuring witches um a lot of pun themes. Like, I just downloaded a 24-book series called Single Wide Female. I did. <laughs> I did. I'm really excited. Um, I don't know. There was no point to that. That's just a creepy thing to do. Um, I thought Nick Jonas was the oldest Jonas. And I had a crush on him. 
when he was like 16 and I was an adult. <laughs> and then I found out how young he was and I was like, mm, I don't care. Um, he used to cyber sex on web TV, um, which is uh, like the internet for your TV where you have a keyboard and then words are on your television. No one had that? Cool. Uh, but like me and my friend, when I used to go on AOL at my friend's houses, because um, this was like when the internet was kind of new, like people were in chat rooms, <laughs> and I would go over to her house, we'd be on AOL, and people would be like, I'm me, I am me, and I thought they were saying I'm me, and I was like, that's so great, um, I'm so happy for you, but <laughs> we used to like get men to say super creepy shit to us. We would tell them we were 12 and like we'd get them to like try to fuck us basically. And then and like we'd be like I'm into it. And then like at the end of the conversation, we'd be like <laughs> guess what pervs? We're 15. <laughs> like that like they were going to be like what? <laughs> I wanted to fuck a 12-year-old. 15. Disgusting. Um no, they were definitely creeps. All right, so another Full House one. I definitely um, wrote a letter to the producers of Full House because I wrote my own role on the show. And I was like, hey, what's up? Listen, um, Chris and Clifford here. Got an, a great idea for a character. Her name is Heather. She's nine. Her parents died in a car accident. She's a Full House's cousin. She's got to move in. Where can she stay? In the alcove where Joey used to live. I had it all planned out. They did not write me back either. I also wrote to Conan when Andy Richter left Conan, and I was like, hey, Conan, what's up? I'm 12. Um, I've got a forest green pantsuit and red hair. Let's get, let's do this. Oh, my God, there's so many more. Um, I just, like, if I like dudes on Facebook, I'll just write hey on their pictures. That's creepy. Um... (laughs) I have slept with two different people just because they were at my house when I got home. <laughs> like, like people I knew, but like that I didn't really want to sleep with, but it was like, Meh. like, you're here, I'm here, let's fuck. Um, I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> I uh, have gone on two dates also with people that I met on Twitter. Um, but, uh, oh, I could, okay, I'm going to do two more things. One is that I also always bring up that I can bark like a dog. You guys aren't impressed yet, but I'll do it. (laughs) 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 You're welcome. Are you awake now? (laughs) I should lead off with that. Um, (laughs) Oh, no, a pack of wild dogs. Hang on, I've got jokes. Um... No, but here's the last thing I do. This is actually a real thing that I do, and I think it's the best creepy thing that I do. Uh, So sometimes, like, on the street or in the Internet, people will call me fat. I don't know if you guys know this, but men in general especially think that they own women's bodies. (laughs) It's crazy. Um, They like to come up and just say whatever they want. Um, And I used to just get really upset and kind of walk away when a man would come up to me and say something like, have you ever thought about going to a gym? Um, Because first of all, I know I'm fat, like... I have mirrors. No, I don't think all my friends are at a party right now. Like, Kristen's fat. <laughs> she doesn't know. Don't tell her. She will be devastated. Side note, I know about salads. 
All fat people know about salads. You don't need to tell us about salads or vegetables or eating healthy. We all know more than you. Everyone tells us. Okay, anyways. So many people. Uh, but so, okay, so like when someone comes up to me on the street, I have decided instead to ruin their lives. Uh, so a man may come up to me and say, uh, these, this is also, these are all like true things. Like, do you know you're fat? <laughs> and I say, oh, oh my God. Um, actually, I just gave birth to stillborn twins. And you kind of look down, and you look up. Look down, look up, look down, look up. <laughs> this is my first night out. It's actually a lot harder to lose the baby weight when you're not breastfeeding a baby. <laughs> I feel like some of you forgot I was the hero. <laughs> of that story and you got uncomfortable but like I'm the good person they're the bad person who just were like oh what can I do like how can I make my dick bigger I'm gonna go tell this girl she's fat like and then they had something to think about didn't they <laughs> fuck that person uh, anyways thank you so much give it up for Christiana yes wow that's, that's incredible you can definitely see her on a lot of cool shows in the area um, just really briefly want to touch one more time, touch women, but also touch upon the subject um, of, in general, just like the thought, I was just thinking about like, what are, the, what are the exact stats on women who have given up on trying to do anything with or for men versus lesbians who have decided, you know what? I'll try it. Let's get back in the game with straight men. I feel like, uh, like par for the course here. Like you're basically you'd be you would basically say, getting home from war, getting home from a nice war, and you're like, you know what? Deploy me. I want to go back, baby. And then you also have the opportunity. To like, okay, so if you're if you're a woman who's like, yeah, you know what? I kind of think I've got like a hankering, just be treated like a big old pile of dirty laundry. Mm. I just want to smell it and throw it away. I feel like that's kind of like our lot in life uh, when it comes to straight men. Um, this is the damn truth. Our next comic coming to the stage. Guys, put your hands together for the absolutely talented and delightful Allison Stevenson. I I don't know. I'm just, it's been, shit's been kind of weird lately. I've kind of been in a bad mood. Um, okay, fine. I'll talk about it. Um... I uh, I got I got I got rejected by um, a guy um, who I was like I was like pretty sure like ninety nine percent and like look I I know confidence is not you know an attractive quality in a woman but I was pretty fucking confident that uh, we were dating and so what I did was uh, I sent him a picture of my ass 
Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> just not good old pig. Just a night bear, no underwear. Just a fucking here it is, you know. And uh, he responds. He says, "Don't do that." In all capital letters, don't do that (laughs) to my ass. Like, not to me. Like, me, I can take it. You know what I mean? But my ass? It hurt. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, that's how I found out we we weren't dating. So, it's a fun way to find out. I wish that story ends differently. Like... Like, in my mind, my dream way of that story ending is being like, and that's how I met your father. <laughs> but that's not the case. Because um, I've been fertile. Um, anywho, that is funny. Um, <laughs> what, what's, what else? What's going on? Uh, it's fucking, you know, I get, it's like cliche. I, I, I'm, yeah, you know, I talk about rejection a lot and shit like that, but like, I can't help it that I'm, like, really fucking good at it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm really good at getting rejected. Again, you know, a little humble brag, whatever. I'm really fucking good at getting uh, uh, denied, you know. Uh, <laughs> so good that I have favorites. I have favorites. I have, like, a top three. And my number one favorite uh, <laughs> is this guy... Because, like, it was, like, an IRL thing. Like, it was in real life, uh, in case you've never been on the Internet. Uh, (laughs) And I guess he was, like, trying to be nice or whatever. And he just said, uh, Allison, that's my name. He said, you're just too much woman for me. (laughs) And then that was it. That was all he said. (laughs) Like, I'm supposed to. Apparently, this is a phrase. I had never heard this before. Too much. Too much woman. Too much. Has anyone heard that before? I'd never heard that before in my life. I didn't know this was like a thing. I was like, oh, great. I got a fucking riddle to solve (laughs) to find out why you don't want to fuck me anymore. Uh, So what I did was I I went to uh, Urban Dictionary and I just typed in the phrase too much woman. And I got to give it Urban Dictionary. They're straight up. They don't hold back. They're like, yeah, you got big thighs. <laughs> I was just like, oh. Could have just said that. Could have just, that makes a lot more sense. But, you know, I, I have, like, meaty thighs or, you know, they're not, they do me well. Um, I love my thighs. My thighs are my favorite part of my body. Usually, I, there's usually an uproarious applause there. Uh, I love my thighs so much. I re- like, I legitimately am in love with my. I love my fucking. Th- I take pictures. I love my thighs so much. My thighs. How many of you can say this about your thighs? Okay, my thighs almost killed a man. Has that ever happened? It's true. True story. You know it's true because I say it's a true story. <laughs> I uh, I was I was sitting on his face, you know, because I'm a grown ass woman <laughs> and I need to come. Uh, <laughs> I was sitting on his face and I want to say like 
10 seconds into it, and that's being generous, uh, he just gets like a full-on panic attack. He literally, he cannot breathe because he is drowning in my flesh. I'm not going to lie. I was so turned on. Just (laughs) the wettest I have ever wetted. (laughs) I think the only thing that could have been hotter is like if he knew that was going to happen. You know what I mean? The only thing that would have been hotter is if like right before he like whispered in my ear and he was just like, just so you know, this might be the last thing I ever do. (laughs) Mwah, beautiful. Uh, (laughs) Oh, and he was a rollerblader, by the way. So just to add to that, uh, I got dumped by a rollerblader. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, before we broke it up. <laughs> what? Before we ended the thing. Uh <laughs> we tried doing like an open relation or whatever, you know, we tried being like <laughs> cool. <laughs> We're so cool, you know. Uh we tried doing that, which uh, was stupid, but it was, there was a benefit, you know, because genuinely for the first time in my life, I actually really did try to sincerely date two guys at the same time, which I had never really done before. It was kind of cool. It was like, it was like the first time I ever felt like I was in like a rom-com, you know what I mean? It was the first time I ever felt like I was in, in one of those plots, right? Where there's like a, a pro tag, industry term. Uh, <laughs> and she's like got these two guys. She's got to choose, right? She's like, oh, I got this one guy. He's really sweet and attractive and super into me, but uh, <laughs> he does business. <laughs> and then I got this other guy who's really sweet and attractive and super into me, but <laughs> art? <laughs> oh, what do I do? You know? And that's her battle. That's kind of what it was for me, except, you know, it was, it was like a little different. For me, it was more like, oh, I got this unemployed rollerblader. <laughs> Doesn't want a relationship, but he's down to come over and fuck. Oh, but then I got this bartender slash drummer. Doesn't want a relationship, but he's down to come over and fuck. How do I choose? What does the heart want? Turns out, uh... I didn't have to choose. I just could just have them both. <laughs> and then some. That's right, lady. <laughs> this is what we fought for. We can have all the degenerate dick inside of us. That we want. 
Um, did I get the light? I literally, all I see is lights, so I don't know if I got a light. Oh, I did. Cool. Um, uh, I feel like I'm in a fucking David Lynch movie right now. It's so fucking... If you could, everybody come up to the stage right now and look at what I'm... Uh, what is this, a real theater? Come on. Uh, sorry, I'll stop complaining about the lights. Uh, too Jewish for my own good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'll end. Was it a two-minute light or a one-minute? One. Oh, okay, so I'm done. Uh, I was going to end on a joke. <laughs> Kept going on about the lights. No wonder. Okay. Uh, no, I do want to end on a joke. Uh, oh, but it's longer than a minute. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> that was me suddenly being like, oh, I'm going to run the light. Okay. Uh... It's one of my favorites um, because uh, it's like a club. It's like it's like the joke I do at the comedy clubs. You know what I'm saying? It's like my club banger. It's my it's my like you know if I ever get a Netflix special, it'll be because of this fucking joke. Uh, <laughs> it's like because you know it's like a classic comedy club bit, so it's like a call and response sort of thing. So. Uh, <laughs> So I gotta, hold on, let me just get into my character real quick. Hey, ladies. <laughs> hey, la- hey, ladies. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, hey, ladies. Guess what? What? <sighs> I'll tell you. Um, I finally figured out What's worse than having sex? <laughs> oh my god, I said it. Um, on your period. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Calm down. Um, it's having sex. <laughs> I said it again. Uh, when you're not on your period. What? <laughs> but hear me out. Uh, it's like, you know, like, getting all hot and heavy or whatever. And, like, you start, um, like, taking your clothes off. And uh, they notice uh, a blood stain on your underwear. And you just got to explain to them that uh, that's just there. <laughs> Been there. Quite a while. Uh, <laughs> not going anywhere. That's for sure. <laughs> Mama tried. Besides, you know, at this point, I can't imagine my underwear any other way. <laughs> like, that's just how it's like a nice little statement piece. You think I have that kind of fuck you money? I can just throw away a pair of underwear whenever it ever gets a little bit of blood on it? I'd have no underwear. That's the punchline. Wow, really worth running the light for that uproarious fucking response. What are you all, Eliza Schlesinger? You don't like a fucking period joke? Too good for it? Okay, now I'm done. All right, bye.
Excellent work, team. We've grown. I feel like our partnership is strong. I feel I feel ready to be myself with you. Um, I'm not going to do that, but I feel ready to eventually at some point. You know, sometime I'll, I'll, we'll get there together. Um, is there is there anything we haven't haven't covered that you feel like we guys like we definitely should have gone over like the whole thing where it's just like uh, that whole protest sign that's like we could have been at brunch right now and I'm like there's other problems that's not anarchy because um, if you really truly like if if that's it if if, if your whole thing is just like <sighs> another protest. I mean, I understand that. Like, I would never want to go to the... I, I would never want to go to a party and, like, be wearing the same news cycle as someone else. You know, I get it. Um, but the whole thing here is, like, this this kind of, like, lesbian fair attitude that we have that we're just like, well, I could have been at brunch, but instead I've got to stand up for my rights. Yeah, we fucking do! This country's an insane shithole. Of course you do. It's not just gonna, like, get better just because we're insisting that avocado toast being $8 is chill. I don't know. You gotta work at it, is all I'm saying. Um, as an expert on relationships, I, I, I know from, from experience, you just gotta work on it. Um, guys, we've all done a great job here tonight. I want you all to put your hands together for your performers, first of all. Um, and then put your hands together for me because I'm clearly trying my best. Um, I will go home and lie on the floor and cry about this later. Um, but in the, until then, we're going to have some drinks at Kibitz Room. If you guys want to come, you're all welcome. Until then, we will see you next month. Thank you. You don't have to stay here, but you can never go home. Guys, we'll see you next month on August 11th at the Open Space in West Hollywood, California.